Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Robin Robinson Show. How you guys doing today? I hope you guys are doing well. I just wanted to give you guys an update on what's going on in my life with my cancer. Um, for those of you guys who don't know me, um, I got cancer in 2020. Uh, around the pandemic time and I was trying to live my best life at the time and I went to the doctor to have an examination and they said to me that I was fine there was nothing really going on with me and then I went back uh, about a month later I was having some um, pains in my stomach and some bleeding and um, I went back and they wanted to do a biopsy on me And I had the biopsy done, and then uh, my results came back. Uh, I had stage four cancer in the stomach, and um, I was devastated. I didn't know which way I was going to go. I I had no clue of what my life would turn out to be. Um, I had never been sick a day in my life. My life was turned upside down, you guys. And I, um, when I talk about it now, I still get a little emotionally about it because it's something that you just don't expect to have. You don't think it's going to be you. And, and sometimes you say to yourself, well, I did everything right in my life. You know, I didn't sleep around with a lot of men. I took good care of myself and my age. I looked good. I was healthy. I felt good. I've never been sick a day in my life, you guys, other than a, maybe a cold or I had, I had my kids and I was always healthy, you know. And I pride myself on being very healthy and eating right and exercising and walking and, and you know, not doing too much activities as far as I didn't smoke. I didn't drink, but so much. I mean, you know, occasionally I would have a cocktail or something, you know, with the girls and and have some laughs and, you know, I mean, I wasn't an alcoholic or anything and I didn't drink alone, but I love to have girl time or company come over. You know, we would have a glass of wine or two or maybe three, you know, depending on the mood and the company and, you know, just the atmosphere, you know. But getting back to the cancer thing, so um, I was told by one of my doctors that I needed to um, have um, radiation and then chemo. And me being a virgin, not knowing what chemotherapy was or even radiation, I had no clue in my life. It was so foreign to me, you know, Um, just thinking of it, all that I went through today, it still brings tears to my eyes because that's something I wouldn't wish on my worstest enemy to have cancer. I really wouldn't. Um, so anyway, I, um, I got six months of, um, radiation. No, I'm sorry, you guys. I'm just all backwards. I got six months of, um, chemo. And in the process of my six months getting chemotherapy, I had a heart attack in the process. And then I was sick all the time. Uh, My body was rejecting the chemo, but they still had to try something else to get me through my cancer. And they tried a different type of uh, chemotherapy. 
and that was a little more easier on the body, you guys. It really was. But um, the first set of chemo, like I said, I got a heart attack in the process. I was sick all the time. I couldn't walk. My body was aching so bad. Every day of my life of those six months was a nightmare. Do you hear what I tell you? So finally, when I got off of the chemo, I couldn't get my life really back together the way it was. It would never be the same, you guys. But I started to look different. And like I said, I lost all my hair and um, my looks were not the same. It's, you know, they're putting poison in your body. So of course, you tend to not look like yourself. And it takes time to get back to a normal, normal person that you were before. You know, even looking in the mirror at myself, you guys, I didn't look like myself. I knew Robin was there, but she just looked so different. She looked so beat down. She looked like the poison was just, mm, just taking her out of this life. And I tried to fight as much as I could, but I was so weak. I was so weak, you guys. It's hard to fight a disease when you're weak and you're you're taking a medication to kill all of the poison, all of the disease in your body, but it's it's not only killing the disease, but it's it's taking you along with it, you know. So I tried to be strong and I tried to fight back as best as I could, you know. I ate right, I, I gave up sugar. To this day, I don't have sugar in my house, but I will tell you this, every now and then I do have cravings for sweets. So after I finished with the chemo, I um, had to do eight weeks for how many? I think it was like maybe 31, 39 radiations I had to do. It might have been a little more because I missed some. But nevertheless, that had me weak. That had me, my stomach was upset constantly. Um, I just couldn't get enough rest and um, every day I noticed you guys around 12 o'clock I would go to sleep for about an hour or two my body would do it like a clock but one good thing about the radiation was I was able to drive myself hour and a half every day five days a week I would get in my vehicle and I would drive all the way up to um, Scranton And I would drive an hour and a half there and an hour and a half back. And it's only by the grace of God, you guys, that I made it there because I was so weak and so tired. But the minute I pulled in and parked my car, I would go right to sleep, you know. And this happened for, I think, about seven, eight weeks, I believe. I'm not really sure. Monday to Friday. Um, you know, but now all of a sudden, uh, my cancer came back last year and, um, after two years, my cancer was gone, you guys. Um, so many things have transpired in my life, you know, being weak, my, my knees, my legs, my body, my bones were just really, really just shot, just weak. And even standing up sometimes was very hard for me and, I still got, um, I forgot what they call this when your um, feet tingle and your your um, arms and legs are numb. And I still have the residuals from 
the chemotherapy, you guys. I mean, they didn't tell me that I would have this for couple of years, you know, but nevertheless, it goes along with the territory, you know. So I thought I was in the clear. Uh, two years, no cancer, no cancer, you guys. I was so afraid to live my life because at any given moment, this ugly, dreadful disease could reappear in my life again. And I didn't know how or what or what I was going to do. But I will tell you guys, since I said I would be very, very transparent, I got PTSD in the process of it. I couldn't drive long distance. Uh, I felt so handicapped, you know. I mean, I'm talking about a, a woman that who has never been afraid of anything in her life. And cancer really beat her down really, really bad. But after having the cancer, I couldn't drive long distance. Um, Water and bridges would freak me out and I would get numb. I remember one time I went to the doctor just for a checkup, you know. And I started to... Oh, in the process, let me just rewind a little bit, you guys. I got vertigo too. If any of you guys know anything about vertigo, let me tell you something. I was laying down one day for the first time. I went to get up and the whole room started spinning. Oh my God. So I kind of held on to the bed because, you know, you hear stories that once people feel dizzy and they get right up, they fall, they hurt themselves. It's a true fact, true fact. So, you know, once I experienced that, I said, oh my God, what now? I mean, what else is going to happen to me? You know, I'm trying to live my life and try to get it back to somewhat um, you know, natural. I mean, how, how I lived it before, maybe not to the extent, but now I'm dizzy. I can't even stand up without trying to fall or hold on to something. You know, it was a scary feeling for me. But anyway, you guys, I'm just trying to remember and describe everything to you guys. And, um, you know, and that's another thing. I had memory problems. I remember one night I went to go to the bathroom. I must have woke up in my sleep. Show you how the chemo really messes with your mind and your body. I woke up to go to the bathroom. And in the process of waking up, I hit my head, had a black eye and blood on top of my head. Now, how I did it, don't ask me. I can't tell you for the life of me. But what I can tell you is that I went right back to sleep like nothing. I woke up the next day. I looked in the mirror. I said, oh, my God. I couldn't believe it. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm light, but I'm not really, really light, light. But it was there. It was black and blue on top of my forehead and underneath my eye. And um, I went to the doctor. My doctor said to me, he said, you are amazing. You went to bed right after banging your head. I said, I didn't know it. I had no clue because the chemo had me going so bad. But nevertheless, you guys, I'm going to just fast forward and rewind a little bit, okay? Because I don't want this to be a long, long message. <laughs> but anyway, so what happened was, I uh, after I stopped with the chemo and the radiation, I got the PTSD where I couldn't drive long distance anymore. And it, it really, I mean... I, it just hindered me so bad because I was used to doing and going shopping and doing this and doing that. And now I have a vehicle, but I can only go so far. I can go over here, but I can't go over here because when I was driving to my doctor, like I started to tell you guys, I got 
vertigo and it came and I pulled over and it terrified me. I remember calling one of my good friends and I said, listen, I was crying. I said, I can't move. My car is over here. I don't know what to do. What am I going to do? I can't make it to the doctor's office. And she said to me, Robin, are you pulled over? I said, yes, I am. I said, but I'm scared. I can't do it. What is going on with my life? Everything has changed with my body and my mind. I can't even think. I'm afraid to move this vehicle. Do I call the police? What do I do? And I sat there and she talked me through it. I sat there for a while and eventually uh, the vertigo went away. I was, too, I was too far to turn around and go back home, but I wasn't close enough, you guys, to the doctor's office, so I still had some distance to go. Finally, I made it to my doctor and I told her what happened and she, um, she took my pressure and she says, listen, your pressure's very low. I'm not gonna let you leave here. You gotta stay for a while. And she went and she got me something to drink. Um, I was afraid to drive myself home, but eventually I wind up, you know, driving myself home. Just, just all of the different things that transpired with having cancer. So I got very depressed today because I started to think about you guys. This month makes one year for me. My cancer hasn't came back. I go back in January, you guys, and I'm terrified because I don't know when it's going to come back, and um, it's just just so hard. It's hard living your life like this, you know. I mean, yes, we all expect to die one day, granted, but I'm getting a little emotional, you guys. I'm sorry. Um, you don't expect to when you go to a doctor, he says, okay, listen, you got to do radiation again. And this happened to me twice. I want you to know, guys, it happened twice. Can you imagine being in a situation like that where you, you're trying to live your life now? Don't get me wrong. I mean, you're trying to enjoy every moment of your life and be happy and laugh and, and just take it, you know, just take it as it comes. And you say you're not going to be upset. You say, okay, I'm going to handle this. I've done it before. I've done it twice. It's no big deal. But each and every time, you guys, it's a big deal. Okay? It's a big deal. And, um, okay, so yes, I do know what to expect. Um, There was one time in my life I said, okay, if it comes back again, I'm not going to get chemo. I'm not going to get radiation. But you know what, guys? I say that. But in all reality, you know... (laughs) If it does come back again, I'm going to have to do what I have to do to survive and to stay alive. And, and you know, and I I just cannot just say, okay, I'm not going to take it, you know, and don't take it. I can say it, but I know deep down inside in my heart and my mind, I'm not ready to leave this earth. That's why I try to be so positive and I try to reinforce being positive because there's nothing in the world like living your life and being happy and it doesn't take because you don't have a spouse or you don't have a man or a woman in your life that you can't be happy because you can 
you know, but I just wanted to reach out and tell you guys my progress. And again, I will keep you updated on everything that happens in January. And I just want to say to you guys, thank you. Thank you so much for just hanging in there with me. And the the best part about it, I can be me. I don't have to pretend to be somebody else. I can be me and I can just live my life. And, and the day that it doesn't go the way that I expect it to go. I'm going to be open and honest about it because I think me sharing my story, you guys, helps someone else. And that's really what I'm about right now, you know. And, and you know, maybe there's people that have had cancer several times that are, you know, and they go with any way the wind blows. And that's fine for them because everybody's different, you know. And I just say, you know, thank you for listening to my podcast, you guys. I I love you very, very much. And you guys know what I say. Things happen in everyone's home. Bye.